have you worn your new Gymshark sweater? I did wear my Gymshark sweater yesterday. Oh, nice. Nope. Day before. That's so cute. Yesterday was a write-off for me. The sale, the, <laughs> the sale is still on at the time of recording. So I've been trying really hard not to, uh, not to purchase. Yeah. Jenny just bought like six pairs of shorts. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Draw Slaps. I'm Max. I'm Jubes. You're Max. 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 Oh. Max. And I'm Ruby. Today, <laughs> <laughs> you're on Max and Ruby does shadow work. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a sick episode. Max and Ruby. Ruby and Max. I don't know what the rest of the words. That was a great song. I just go into like the Bob the Builder jingle, like, um, from Max and Ruby to Bob the Builder. Yeah. Mm. Um, work in the day to get the job done or whatever is like the next mm. line that goes. Max and Ruby, Ruby and Max. Isn't there more words? Mm-hmm. I'm blanking now too. Max and Ruby song lyrics. <laughs> this is not important at all. <laughs> it's literally. Max and Ruby, Ruby and Max, Max and Ruby, Ruby and Max, Max and Ruby, Ruby and her little brother Max, Max and Ruby, and then giggles. <laughs> oh, I thought there was more words to that. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. I well, remember the jingle going do 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 I totally thought there was more words, but hey, well. The more you know. The more you know. What's new with you, Jubes? What's new with me, Jubes? Um, <laughs> I don't know. My big thing right now is, like, when I'm describing something, um, I'll just go, like, big, strong, blank. Or, like, big, blank, whatever. So, like, like oh, are you such a big, strong girl? Or are you a big, strong boy? Or, like, oh, I'm a big, grumpy girl today. And it's just so fun. Because <laughs> it's just a big, blank, whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I'm, a, like, a big, chip girl. You know, big chip I mean? energy, big chip energy, like mm-hmm. big taco girl. You mm-hmm. know, that's not what's something I want on the internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you mean what I know? Multiple means. Big workout girl, big workout boy. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't yeah. have to be like your gender, but I no. think it's just fun. You know, fun. like you're a big redhead boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a gross algebra. Dude, I called him algebra nasty, and he thought I like hung the moon. He was like, "Why did you call me?" And I was like, "Algebra nasty," and he was like, "That's amazing." And I was like, "I didn't coin it. It was all Mac." I've been making, I've been saying that to his face really multiple times. Oh my gosh, no! I must have just got him at a good time. Must have, because yeah, he like came over, like put his arm around me, and I was like, "What's up, algebra nasty?" And he was like. What did you just say? This is my friend's now husband. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. I've been saying that to him for months. That's or amazing. Gross algebra or yeah, algebra that like yeah. a variation of something math related and then something gross. Mm-hmm. 
It's so funny. So yeah, um, calculus foul. Like calculus foul. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's his new name now. Algebra nasty. Algebra nasty. That's so funny. Speaking <laughs> of nasty, oh, I got a wicked stomach bug right now. Mm-hmm. Gross. It was really fun waking up yesterday and throwing up immediately. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, new boyfriend's place. You yeah. know, throwing up out of nowhere, no other sick symptoms happening prior. And it's like, it's like, oh, <laughs> what if the what if chat mm-hmm. is like, like, uh oh, even though there's <laughs> no way that it would have been that my symptoms, yeah. my stomach bug symptoms just developed later on. Yeah. Like as the day progressed, it was like, there's the fever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, there's some more nausea and vomiting. Oh, yeah. 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 That's like when I had food poisoning like a month or two ago, just like deceased. Yeah. So fun. It just kind of slowly developed. But like in the yeah. moment, you're like, this is random. I don't like that. <laughs> well, and it's weird because we were supposed to go to a concert last night. Russ in Calgary at Stampede. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I saw like he like posted a TikTok and I was mm-hmm. really hoping it was going to be like, oh, like I had to cancel. I and I was like, yay. And I was like, no. I was like, shoot. But yeah, I'm like Matt got sick, so he didn't end up going. Bryce got home and was like, I really don't want to drive you guys downtown tonight. So like. I can call you a cab or whatever. And I was like, it's okay. We're not going to go. And then it like flash flooded like mm-hmm. downtown Calgary. I was like, we are not meant to go to this concert for whatever reason. Yeah. We are not meant to go, which is so weird. Yeah. It's just one of those things where I was like, I'm feeling better. I'm not throwing up anymore, but my brain is telling me to stay home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got another round yeah. that night, so it was just, it was good. Was yeah. home. I would hate to be downtown Calgary. And I'm back, like, snap time. She's like, it's back. I'm glad we're not, we didn't yeah. go. And I was like, mm-hmm. It would make my life way more complicated than necessary. It's so fun. There's nothing like a stomach bug in a porta potty Mm-mm-mm. Good. Yeah. But no, I'm just, like, I'm... I have not stopped thinking, because I thought there would be, like, a really obvious reason why we weren't, like, supposed mm-hmm. to go. But I haven't found one yet. But yeah, we, we just were Whereas not. Otherwise, if like, say we took the C train and then got mugged like on the C train. On the C train. Well, yeah, like one of the guys that Bryce works with, he like was on his way to work one day and he got someone got beaten to death with like something in a sock on his way to work. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like where I've taken the C train a hundred times, but if that was our only way of getting there, well, maybe mm-hmm. something wouldn't have gone. Well, and we'd be coming back that late. We ended up in hydro- yeah. Um, Hydroplaned. Hydro, I was in hydrofoiled. Dude. Hydrofoiled. I, into I wiped out on that hydrofoil. Yeah. Bonked the shit out of my noggin. Oh my gosh. Rocked my world. It hurt so bad. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to go again. Because like, that's a bad note to end on. So then I like went around again. And then I fell off and landed flat on my back. And I thought I hit the fin, but I didn't. Oh my gosh. It hurt so bad. The next morning, I woke up and I felt like I had been hit by a car. I could not move my head. Like, today's the first day. This happened on Sunday. Today, it's... Hydrofoil is basically a surfboard with, like, a fin... And, like, like a, a motor. A mo- yeah. It's like a motorized surfboard kind yeah, of thing. It has a foil, which looks like an airplane. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, this... Post. And then it's, like, a surfboard on top, pretty I'll much. I'll post the video of me wiping out. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, today's Friday. I, this happened on Sunday. Today's the first day I can, like, look up. It's, like, it hurts so bad. Even then, I was a little nervous because I haven't looked up yet today. 
Oh my gosh. Are the front of my neck all the way down to my sternum, the back of my neck all the way down my back hurt so bad. My core, my legs, my butt. Well, those are all the muscles you're using, right? The core and butt yeah. legs. Those are the muscles that well, you're using. Because I was like, I'm not usually sore after I'm done it, but it was whatever. But just those wipeouts just murdered me. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. And my dad, like, texted him. I was like, it feels like I got hit by a car. He's like, yeah, he's like, I had trouble putting on my shoes because I couldn't, like, sit down and twist over to do it my shoe because he had, like, twisted an ab or something. He was like, I'm so sore. <laughs> well, then yeah. one, of, one of my friend's husbands, he was on the foil, and he is black and blue. Oh, my gosh, his bruises are insane. He has dark purple bruises from... Like, all up his back. It yeah. was just crazy. Yeah, back I get ribs. it, though. I get it. Like before when he showed me, I was like, there's no way. And then I wiped out hard a couple times and I was like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you only land on that bitch once before you're like, all done. Yeah. <laughs> all done. It hurts so bad. That's why you're supposed to jump away from the foil. Mm-hmm. But but like the uh, the couple times that I like really wiped out was um, the first time I didn't think I was going to wipe out because I'd have a couple close calls on that one. And I was like, no, I can save it. I can save it. So then I didn't bail. Yeah. And then my foot slipped. It kind of went up and then my foot slipped and then I just landed right on it. <laughs> and then her friend's husband still came out of the house and was like, dude, I heard that from inside the house. Yeah. And I was, yeah, yeah we were hurt. all sitting there. We were like, oh, that sounded like it hurt. And it didn't at the time. Yeah. Because you said but I'm then good. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, it didn't hurt at all, really. I was like, hey, I bonked my head just to like. Let's just do a little check-in. And yeah. I was like, no, I'm fine. Like, eyesight's fine. Vision, like, everything's fine. And then a little while later, I started getting, like, a headache, like, in the back of my head and, like, the front of my head. And I was like, it's fine. I don't have a concussion or anything. But I was like, that hurt. Oh. <laughs> it was just a good bonk. Oh, but that's yeah. hilarious. I was like, I'm all done with this. So now I have to try it again just so I can, after mm-hmm. watching the videos and seeing what happened mm-hmm. and where I was in... Like, where I actually was versus, like, where I thought I was has helped me kind of, like, ease off some of the anxiety about it. Because I was like, oh, no, I was actually fine because of the way the board went. Mm -hmm. Except for, obviously, when I landed on it. But in that one, I could have just, I should have just bailed. But I I didn't think I needed to, so. Yeah. The learning curve. Yep. So I might just put a compilation of me just, like, wiping out on that. (laughs) Oh, okay. If you can nail hydrofoiling, though, Mm -hmm. you're going to be so good at snowboarding. I like I have my balance and mm-hmm. I feel good like when I'm on there and I can kind of like go under the water and up. But it's as soon as the hydrofoil like lifts above the water. So it's just the foil part that's in. That's when I get scared because it feels like I just keep going up, up, up and up. But I just keep going faster and faster and faster. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with snowboarding where like the speed scares me then. Yeah. And then I'm also not standing far enough forward on the board. So it just like pops the giant wheelie and just throws me off the back. Yeah. So. You know, so fun. It's so fun. But if, yeah. if any of you, yeah, if you don't know what a hydrofoil is, you should look up videos because it's mm-hmm. they're fun. It's a very weird sensation to get used to. It is odd. And I've foiled behind a boat. I still have yet to figure out this electric attachment on the foil mm-hmm. just because um, if you flood the the back casing of it, it cuts off power. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah. why I'm having issues with is trying to get up or get enough speed that I don't flood the back casing before you kind of almost have yeah, to do what, like, um, Algebra Nasty does. 
and just he just like he just like swims along and he just like gets enough momentum so that he can but you have to also have the throttle out of the water and the back casing out of the water and then yeah so yeah i'll figure out a technique because if algebra nasty can do it mm, being then you can definitely do it and a handful of inches taller than me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like almost a foot taller than just, me and yeah. 40 pounds heavier than me I then think, we're good. Yeah, he's pretty much got a master too, mm-hmm. which is pretty sick. Mm-hmm. But so. yeah, no, we were comparing how much it hurts when you land on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Great, this is fun. Oh my god! But even my mom did it, which I didn't think she was going to, because she doesn't like her head going underwater. Mm. So I, I didn't, and she like that's something that. I think that she would be worried about like embarrassing herself on, mm-hmm. but she did so good she on did. it, and I was so excited that she got to try it. She looked like she was having a blast. Too. Right. I think she was. She like got on there. She was doing like the little go kart. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, go kart's the way to go. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, pretty sick. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah. her. I'm like, yeah, Tara, way to go. Yeah. It was so exciting. Yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, okay. Awesome. I guess we'll get into today's episode. <laughs> So today's episode is shadow work. Yes. Um, it's kind of like shadow work is kind of um, taken TikTok by storm. Yeah. Um, and a lot of social media platforms because um, the way I first learned of it was Drew Barrymore had like um, there was an article that she did for a magazine that kind of talked about like she had a specific room where she would dedicate like to her shadow and like working on her shadow work. And that was something she was doing a lot with her therapist and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, interesting. And then I say a lot of therapists in, in responses, like to trauma and stuff like that, they have been mm-hmm. touching more and more on shadow work. Yeah. My aunt, uh, her therapist has been telling her about oh, inner child and shadow work and all this stuff a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah. So I feel like this is mm-hmm. kind of a topic that we've like alluded to without saying like the words shadow work. And like we've had it in our store or our topic list for a while, but I thought it meant <laughs> shop shadow, <laughs> not <laughs> not psychology topics. So I was like, I'm like, yeah, and like I can totally understand like talking about like the importance of job shadowing and like what that can kind of do for you, but I don't understand why we need to dedicate like an entire episode to it, you know? <laughs> Michaela and Alexa both look at me like. It's not what that means, you idiot. And I was like, oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, you didn't say you idiot. But both of you were like, it's not job shadowing. That's not it. That's not That's it. what I have in our notes. I was like, this isn't like job shadowing and is spiritual, I guess. <laughs> so that I could like research it and stay on track. And I was like, ah, ha, ha. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So shadow work. Yeah. Um. uh blah 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 what is shadow work it's the idea of like your shadow self which was popularized by carl Jung, and so your shadow self is composed of the parts of yourself that you like reject and or repress Mm -hmm. and um a lot of the articles that i read um were kind of talked about in addition to this neuroscientist tara swart she was like a a prominent feature in these um Mm-hmm. And so often the reason you reject these aspects of your personality goes back to your own childhood. And so when we're young, like we depend on our parents and our main caregivers for survival. And so we become obviously very attached to them and their way of doing things. So when a caretaker then scolds you for being outspoken, there's a chance that you won't feel safe speaking your mind from that point on, even as an adult. It's kind mm-hmm. of an extreme example, but that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And so then um, if... um if like one of your shadows is around like speaking your truth 
then when you see people who are speaking their truths and they're so um like not flamboyant but like so outspoken about it it can almost like trigger you and just bring up these like unexplainable feelings of anger and resentment since you've been programmed to believe that speaking up is not a safe thing for you to do Mm -hmm. which is very interesting did you have that with when you met me though a little bit i still struggle with it a little bit yeah we'll be like okay like and i even like with boundary setting i still have a hard time like accepting other people's boundaries because i'm like so envious of them being able to set the boundary i'm like well why should you be able to set the boundary if i can't set that boundary when that's not their issue at all like that's that's a me issue that's a my task that's not a your task right So it's something that I'm still trying to work on and then also trying to take like switch the view and be like, okay, well, if they can set their boundary, then I can set my boundary. This Mm -hmm. is a safe place for me to set my boundary. Like if they don't feel comfortable doing that, then later in the future, when the opportunity comes up for me to do that, I can say, no, I don't feel comfortable with that because Mm -hmm. they were comfortable to set that boundary. So they should be able to allow me to set my boundary kind of thing. Yeah. So tip for tap. Yeah. It's a lot of work. (laughs) It's exhausting. (laughs) but i've grown so you know what that's important you have and so that's really fun it's um it's interesting i didn't think i was going to talk about this but um with you getting your new boyfriend Mm -hmm. i've had to do a lot of work with my shadows really yes this is like a brand new thing too because every time one of my friends gets a boyfriend i get placed on the back burner oh every time it's boys over me every single time. So I'm trying not to like get jealous or like envious or possessive <laughs> because no. I'm like, no, it's Michaela. No, you're good. You'll be fine. No, you're not going to get that's, placed in the back burner. Yeah, but that's how it's always been. Right. So then we're trying very much to in the like, honeymoon phase right now. And because I'm leaving for three weeks, yeah. I'm very much like, which like it makes sense. Right. Him, and but- it's like. I don't have any sort of possession over you, obviously. So, but yeah, it's just weird because. And I didn't think of it as one of my shadows until just now, but it definitely is. Interesting. Where I kind of have to just, like, calm down. <laughs> How did you feel during Canada Day, then? Oh, it was totally fine. Okay, but did you feel like I was, like, more with him, or, or was I good balance? No, because I'd been where you were. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of, like, I was just watching you kind of find the balance of, like, okay, well, I want to spend time with him, but I also, like, all my friends are here, so it's just kind of, like, and I'm, like, I've been there. I get that. It was no big deal. Okay. I was also comfortable enough where, like, I didn't have to depend on you. Wait, because you've been there, there Because times. I've been there. I'd known everyone. Yeah. I was, quote-unquote, hosting yeah. these games, right? Like, it was... And, quote-unquote, my friends are now your friends as yeah, well. Like, we've you've also, just, like... You've morphed into the group. I've just invited myself into their friendship. <laughs> No, not even, like, you were invited in. Like, I know. You didn't invite yourself. You're not imposing on anything. You were it's just so nice to have yeah. healthy friends and stuff. Yeah. Not I'm that like, I've never had healthy friends, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. But especially in, in this area, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of your friends are not in the city anymore. Yeah. Now, right? Or a lot of your good friends aren't in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, I have friends in Vancouver and then I've got friends in Red Deer and like, I do have some in the city too, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was just like. No, like, candidate was totally fine. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I was like, hmm. Interesting. You calm down about that. My insecurity showing. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> Gross. I would hate to be her. <laughs> oh, no, but it's good. And now that I can recognize that it's my shadow and it's something that I've, like, struggled with in the past, you can kind of learn from there and work forward. Well, and even the fact you can just say that right now shows a lot of growth for you. Right? I'm such a big girl. <laughs> 
Can you big girl? I'm such a big strong girl. <laughs> big strong girl. I'm a big strong boy. <laughs> what is a girl? I know. <laughs> Just sad with my boy. That's funny. Girl. Girl. Um. Okay. So the shadow is also one of Young's archetypes. Um. In his theory of the collective unconscious. And so I want to do another episode on like his 12 archetypes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when you Google it, there's like either four or eight or 12 archetypes. So I think it just depends on how many things you want to separate them mm-hmm. to. Like, we'll just start with archetypes and we'll see if um, if there's other philosophers or psychologists with mm-hmm. archetype type relations. Well, we can yeah. Go- because even when I brought it up, I was like, yeah, I want to do like the archetypes. And you were like, oh, like the traditional like story archetypes, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, there's literature archetypes. Mm-hmm. And then there's- yeah. And then I was like, no, like your personality where some's like quite literally like the persona, which is the like face you put on for everyone mm-hmm. else. And then there's like the shadow, which is like the parts of your dark side or whatever. Yeah, It's like your emotional subconscious mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm quite excited for that. Mm-hmm. So. Do we all have a shadow? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. It's often called by a different name. Shadow work can also be referred to as self-reflection, self-examination, etc. And most therapists are tasked with making the unconscious conscious, which is fundamental tenet of. Yeah. So it's basically, yeah, just. I think, yeah, Freud's term would be subconscious, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of in terms of super ego, super ego and id. Probably I be think it id. would be the id. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a part that, like, I'm can't trying really to visualize control. that iceberg. Can't really control. But it's everything that you put on the back burner that may contribute to how you perceive events and mm-hmm. whether the world happens to you or for you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, something that I mentioned later on is that um, there's no bad part of you. Like, every part of you is good. And they phrase it somewhere else, but it's just like, don't look at this as like, oh, well, I need to examine like all the bad parts of me. Like every part of you is you and there's mm-hmm. no good or bad of that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's stopping you from being your authentic mm-hmm. self? You I still need ways? to yeah, address your shadows in order to mm-hmm. live a more um, authentic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so how to do shadow work. <clears throat> so like we said, it's all about bringing the unconscious mind to your conscious awareness by asking objective questions that require you to critically think and re-examine old stories and beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So kind of just looking back, like same thing with when I noticed that I was having feelings of like jealousy with Mac and her boyfriend being like, why? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you feel threatened right now? And then just kind of being like, okay, well, because this is what's happening. Okay. Well, do you think that's going to happen this time? No, I sure hope not. (laughs) But like, right. And if it does, I'd hope you'd say something. Yeah. Well, I might now. (laughs) I'm a big, strong girl. My feelings are valid. (laughs) Um, And then by doing Mm. this with an objective third party, such as a therapist, it can um, help provide a mirror to the parts of ourselves that we have a difficult time seeing or accepting. Mm -hmm. It's just like you might not be aware of what's happening, but having someone else who's coming in from the outside and just being like, oh, by the way, you do this because of this. And just like, Oh, well, that makes sense. The light bulb moments, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, even with the, um, our attachment styles quiz, Mm -hmm. the fact that I took the quiz five times and got the same answer, I was like, maybe it's, maybe it's me. (laughs) I guess I can accept this answer. (laughs) No, it's not me. Right? But if someone had come up to you and told you, like, oh, you're this, you'd be like, absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. And so then, 
Um, before you can begin shadow work, you need to develop more awareness of your emotions and you need to be intentional about noticing your own reactions. Um, and so it's recommended for beginners to keep a running log of the times they feel a strong emotion and what triggered it. And so the shadow is most apparent in strong emotions. So by tracking them, you can kind of see patterns of like what is linked mm -hmm. to all that fun stuff. And so there are five questions you should ask yourself before starting shadow work. And they are, who am I? What do I want? What do I have to let go of uh, to get the things I desire? Who do I have to become to receive those things? And how do I want to show up? Hmm. Basically, like, who do you want to be and how are you going to get there? Yep. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so here are some exercises that can help you build on your shadow work in or out of the therapy room. So evaluate times when you overdo it and think about why. What are you trying to accomplish? What void are you trying to fill? And with that, they mean like overdo it like to the point of burnout. Like, why mm -hmm. are you staying late at work? Why are you putting in mm -hmm. more than you need to kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Why does everything have to be perfect? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? Why do you have perfectionist tendencies over X, Y, Z? Yeah. Um, think about someone that triggers you and reflect on what it is about that person that might also be within you. This one's interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, what is about that person that I don't like? Do I find that I have some of those same traits sometimes? This goes back to the whole um, premise of like everyone around you is a mirror mm -hmm. of yourself or you attract what you put out. Yeah. Right. So if you're attracting people. Yeah. They don't like what are you putting out that you don't. Exactly. What about yourself that you don't like? What makes you think that you deserve to be treated like that? My prior dating history that you guys saw. Exactly. This new moment. Exactly. So do I have the same traits? What makes it so difficult to be around them? What parts of me does that person enliven when I'm around them? And how do I feel about that part of myself? Mm -hmm. I really like that one because it's really interesting to look at someone who's like a quote unquote triggering you mm -hmm. and then being like, what is it about them that's within me? Because mm -hmm. instead of being like, what is it about them that's triggering me? It's like, why? Why does that trigger me? Is mm -hmm. it because I want to be like that or like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, you see with, um, people who are insecure too right if you see someone who's like highly insecure mm -hmm. and or i've had it people hate me for no reason yeah i walk into a room and i'm hated i'm like what did i do <laughs> yeah why but if i think about it in that terms right if i triggered them just if there was something that i did that they're like oh i wanted to be that mm -hmm. and that's the same reason like oh yeah it might be triggering for mm -hmm. me to like have someone set a boundary mm -hmm. it's only because i wish that i could set that boundary right yeah so something to consider mm -hmm. um examine your family tree and look at the qualities that exist within your family and ask if any of those are in you mm -hmm. hypothetically they should be but you never know yep <laughs> and like with that one it's also um important to like with moving forward with shadow work um if you don't like certain things that your family has done then to like recognize that and then mm -hmm. kind of stop it now mm -hmm. so that you're not continuing with generational trauma yeah we're seeing a lot of that i was like with the generational trauma mm -hmm. kind of topics that are coming up now of so many people being like no i'm not continuing that pattern thank you yeah. so much yeah rather than um subconsciously doing it for the yeah. rest of your life yeah um make a list of the things that deplete you versus those that elevate you um identify potential shadow parts and how they may have originated discuss this um discuss how this truth impacts your life and explore ways to manage those parts you can begin to work on confronting and releasing your shadow with positive affirmations such as I allow the darkest shadow that is buried within me to be released. I release fear. I release doubt. I release shame. I release insecurity. Mm -hmm. um, another option is you can flip the script. 
So take a shadow part and instead of focusing on the negative connotations, focus more on the positive. Wow. <laughs> positive qualities. <laughs> yep. Qualitative positives. Qualitative positives. Do you know? <laughs> you know? You know the ones? Uh, so an example of this would be imposter syndrome. Uh, list which ways your shadow part helps you so that it makes you detail-oriented, self-aware, and conscientious. Yeah. So instead of like looking down on yourself or like having imposter syndrome, be like, Oh, well, this imposter syndrome is like, it's helping me. Yeah. In a sense. Exactly. And then find value. That doesn't mean like monetary value, but like a moral code. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you hold important to you? Exactly. Um, and so some best practices of shadow work. Um, watch out for triggers, because as you do this, you'll be able to gain an understanding of what is triggering you and why, as I've mentioned. Um, uh, shadow work is not easy. So make sure to give yourself compassion a lot of people are afraid of what they'll find, but you're not as bad as you think. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Those two are very important because shadow work is very, very difficult. And so you'll have obviously a lot of feelings come up and it's important to just allow yourself the freedom to feel those feelings and to not be so hard on yourself. You're like, oh, why are you so weak for feeling that? It's like, well, no, something happened that made you that way. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're talking like the way I think of it is like um, a lot of people would say the things to themselves that they wish were said to their child self. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to do it the same way. Like if you're working through something that happened to you as a child, it would be important to speak to yourself as if you were that child. And like, if you were talking to yourself in a way that would really hurt you when you were a child, it would change it. Yeah. Like, you know, definitely. Mm -hmm. And then everyone can benefit from doing shadow work. And not doing it will do more harm than than doing it. Mm-hmm. There's no part of you that is unbearable. Yeah, that was the quote that I liked. Is there's no part of you that's unbearable. So mm-hmm. just love your whole self. Um, yeah, it was weird because like in some of the articles they were like, "Is it dangerous to practice shadow work?" And they were like, "No, you're growing. <laughs> yeah. like, you're fine." And there's other ones where like safety of practicing shadow work, and I was like. I don't understand. Well, I think it, maybe that just more so comes to a point so you don't get, like, depressed to the point of doing something self-harm yeah. related, right? And but. I think that's kind of, like, like make sure you're doing it with the help of a therapist versus, like, by yourself. Like, you can do it to an certain extent by yourself, mm-hmm. but for some issues, it would be beneficial to have a therapist with you just making sure that you are safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some benefits of shadow work is that it taps into your intuition, which can help you trust your gut and inner compass, um, both of which which can be squashed kind of as you grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, it can help you feel whole or integrated as a person, and it can help you give or get a more holistic view of yourself and give you the chance to reclaim the gifts that make us who we are. Um, but in order to do that, you need to know what it is that's holding you back so you can work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can improve your interactions with others and as you gain more self-awareness, then you will become or begin to trust yourself. And by doing shadow work, you can learn how to set boundaries and learn to speak your truth, especially if you're told to not talk back as a child. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it also is really beneficial for healing generational trauma. So you can heal yourself and therefore change how you parent. So when you have kids, you're not passing down that generational trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, the article also said that you can heal your parents, but it didn't really go on to explain how. But then later on, it mentions that, like, you um, you have to confront your primary caregivers mm-hmm. as part of the shadow work. So I think that by, like, confronting them and letting them know that what they did was, like, harmful or whatever, 
or you had perceived it in whichever way can kind of help them then self-reflect and be like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't my intention, like blah, blah, blah. And then moving forward, they can kind of even work together. So um, I think that's maybe what they meant. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, And then lastly, uh, learning, you can learn healthy ways to meet your needs. So by exploring your shadow self, you can work more um, on constructive habits. And when you're hiding nothing from yourself and can see yourself fully, it's a lot easier to be in control of yourself. So you can just do better, I guess. Yep. Cool. And then so under shadow repression. So keeping your shadow hidden is a form of repression and it may have its consequences. They compare it to recognizing that you have an issue, but you aren't allowing yourself to really deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, often people will self-soothe with drug or, drugs or alcohol, talk negatively about themselves, experience stress, experience mental health difficulties such as depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, X, Y, Z. This is all because you're not confronting what's bothering or hurting you. And then you are taking your pain out on yourself or sometimes on others. Mm-hmm. Right. Much so. And yeah, it does definitely go back to the law of attraction of like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, I feel like I deserve this. Mm-hmm. So that's just how it will be. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which isn't it because there's no part of you that is unbearable <laughs> like that. I like that a lot because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just feel that. Yeah. Um. So what to expect with shadow work and therapy? Mm-hmm. Um. You can do it by yourself, like I said, but most often you will gain more if you do it with a therapist because they can understand what they're doing a little bit. Well, and they can see you in ways that you don't see yourself. Exactly. Too. That's right. funny coming from you. I know. <laughs> Listen, I have to openly talk about this shit for almost a year now. You're, I know. I, 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 a year ago, you wouldn't have said that. I therapize myself. I, I, I always have done that. I've mm-hmm. always therapized myself. But now I'm going to talk about here. I still haven't seen a therapist. I, yeah. Oh, me neither. You know, I, but... This access therapy in the sense I have to say it verbally mm-hmm. and process it and have you be like, but what about this? And I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, we should do a couple's therapy. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. We should go and see how long it takes a therapist to realize we're not actually dating. <laughs> my wife. I was like. this is my wife and the lady we were talking to was like what no we're not actually married (laughs) she's my work wife i just keep yeah i guess i'm saying my wife to journey so people don't understand that she's not actually my wife we're not actually married it's we've actually been people have been saying like oh wow that's so great yeah we're we're like yeah but yeah you know it's been like a year we've had our ups and downs but you know we've persevered Oh my gosh. And now we just say, my wife. My wife. My wife. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, So shadow work is very overwhelming because you have to confront your primary caregivers and you come to realize that things weren't always the way that you thought they were. Mm -hmm. So that can be very disrupting Mm -hmm. for both you and your primary caregivers. And if you're someone like me who then will take on the emotions of them that you're confronting it just is a whole lot mm-hmm. um and so a therapist will help you work through these feelings constructively and shadow work can take time and more often than not it is a never-ending journey it's something you will always 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 be working on mm-hmm. um but it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is, it is, what it is. All right. and then so for some shadow work can feel like a soul care and if you can connect your, with yourself and soul then you can access parts of yourself that you can't see 
And then that allow yourself to experience a wider range of emotions. So this is where a lot of people tend to take um, ayahuasca, I think, is a big one for mm-hmm. that. Or shrooms. Everyone's like, wow, it's been a mind changing <laughs> like thing. It's just because it's a you're, you're tapping into parts of yourself or experiencing a different consciousness that. Right. You don't have to do drugs to do that. You don't have to take shrooms or ayahuasca. You just sometimes meditation is it. Sometimes mm-hmm. silence retreats. That's why people do all these various. Cool. Even just I feel like like seasonal cleanses that we've talked mm-hmm. about um, can help you like do all that and like with drew barrymore she has like a whole like little closet that she just kind of like dedicates to where she does her shadow work which is really cool Mm -hmm. and so the walls are just covered with like sticky notes and stuff and she just kind of like sits there and like Mm -hmm. feels her feelings and does her work and then like i don't know what she writes on the sticky notes perhaps but it can just probably range from anything yeah right yeah but yeah it was funny because i didn't really think of this as like a spiritual thing Mm -hmm. but both michaela and alexa were like yeah it's like spiritual not job shadowing. And I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> and then I was researching this and I was like, oh my gosh, did I completely research the entire, entirely wrong topic? Cause I was like, this feels more like psychology than spirituality, but it's both. Yeah, I guess it's, it can be both, right? Like uncovering your shadow can feel very spiritual mm-hmm. you know it is a psychology like psychology topic like carl Jung. yeah but anything when it comes to the unconscious and that's where Jung is focusing in on with this anything unconscious can feel very spiritual because it's not conscious not in, like, it's not who you identify yourself as mm-hmm. it's so like mysterious in many ways it just kind of floats above you and behind you oh weird and then you're like wait that's part of me too second. That's so, so interesting because so, that's not at all how I would like to me doing shadow work doesn't feel spiritual inherently, but I've definitely have become more in tuned with my like intuition mm-hmm. in a sense. And I guess like trusting your gut and your moral compass and stuff can kind of yeah. work with that. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. So then we did a personality test. <laughs> We wouldn't be SDS without a personality test. No, I feel like it's been a while since we've done one. Mm-hmm. I want to do the Enneagram one next. Oh my gosh, right. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. This was on like off of gimmemore.com. Don't know if it's anything legit. You can have one from Young, but we didn't want to pay $10. Yeah, I was like so excited. And they're like $10. And I was like, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> no. So this quiz was uh, what part of your life requires you to do shadow work? Yeah. And it's funny because I'm all like, Oh, well, this doesn't feel spiritual. And then I need to do shadow work on my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny. I'm like, of course, because I was just like ranting to Michaela about how I didn't understand how it was like spirituality and whatever. (laughs) And then uh, she's like, what was your test results? I was like, your soul. (laughs) (laughs) I hate my words. Yeah. <laughs> but oh well. Do you want to read the description? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so my description says you've done a lot of soul searching in recent years, and while sometimes things may have been challenging, the experiences you have gathered will allow you to move forward. Look deep inside yourself to actualize what you want and need in your life right now. The good thing is that you're not afraid to look deeper in order to understand yourself fully. And I agree with that. I was like, that's a very good description of who I am and where I'm at right now. Yeah. I agree. So then I was like, darn it. <laughs> yeah. 
Mine, I uh, got it's time to do shadow work on your past. Ooh. And so it's no matter what might have happened in the past, it's time to let go. Feelings of anger or blame are not serving you right now. And the best thing you can do for yourself is begin the healing process. That's cute. Which I, you know, yeah. I'm not going to say no to that. Mm-hmm. Good. So I don't know how legit this quiz is, but both those answers were like, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I can definitely identify works. with that. So we'll link that quiz below in the mm-hmm. description. If, if you, you feel like you want to take Taste it. Take it. Mm, your soul. Unseasoned. Your past. So spicy. Spicy. So spicy. <laughs> no bunching of digestion issues. That's hilarious. That's so funny, actually. Oh my gosh. All right. So that's what we have on shadow work. Mm-hmm. The who, what, where, when, whys. Yeah, just very basic, like, mm-hmm. it's hard to go too in-depth in it without, like, repeating other episodes that we've done, because mm-hmm. I feel like our inner child one. Oh my goodness, my inner child was so happy the other day, mm-hmm. because I was driving to my best friend's bachelorette, and I was listening to my favoriteest, um, like, musical album, and we were going to the restaurant that I've wanted to go to since I, like, first ever saw it. Like, I've always wanted to go there. And, like, that's where we were going for brunch. And I was just, like, I could not have been happier. Aww. I was, like, oh, my inner child is so happy. All my dreams are coming true. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I was, like, it was so exciting. I forget where I was going with that. But, anyway, now you know that. Fun. <laughs> so, yeah. for our segment today, mm-hmm. we're going to do Would You Rather. Yeah. So, so, we have an article that says, 50 of the best Would You Rather questions. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. Would you rather clog the toilet on a first date or first day at a new job? Oh, first day at a new job. Yeah. 100%. I guess it would be weird. Like, for the first date, like, are you clogging it, like, at their house? Yeah. Are you, like, at a restaurant? Because I think I would rather the first date if we were at a restaurant and then we could just, like, leave. Yeah. But. The first job, not necessarily not at a new job. That's true. That's true. So. (laughs) That's true. Would you rather have a nose that never stops growing or ears that never stop growing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> just imagine me with a giant Pinocchio nose that's so heavy I can't keep it up and I'm just like. <laughs> so I think nose. nose. I'm self-conscious about my ears. I think they're big anyways. I don't like them. Oh my gosh, I'd definitely rather ears. Oh my gosh. You'd just be like, oh, but then maybe you could fly. Dumbo? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, okay. Um, would you rather have the face of an old person but the body of a 20 year old or the body of an old person in the face of a 20 year old? Face and body, body and face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> body, old face, young. Really? I would do body, young, face, old. Okay, so I guess, are we talking, like, outward appearance, or are we talking about, like, joints? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe both? If it's joints and function, maybe 20 and old face. Yeah. But if it's, like, same joints and function, just, like, appearance? Oh. Probably old body, young face. Yeah, that's fair. No, I'm gonna do young body, old face still. Yeah. Because that's how it makes sense in my mind. Okay. Okay. 
Makes sense. <laughs> Would you rather be stuck in a phone box? I knew you were going to pick that one. <laughs> With 10 snakes or 10 tarantulas? <laughs> um, <laughs> tarantulas, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because I could kill them. <laughs> I could not do snakes. I could not. I can't even think about that. I just hate it. I just hate it. Oh my gosh. I hate it. What about you? Mm, probably tarantulas as well. So gross. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, what the heck? Okay, would you rather let a crusty old man drink milk out of your belly button every day for a year or drink milk out of a crusty old man's belly button every day for a month? <laughs> that is the perfect <laughs> would you rather. Oh my god. Um out of mine for a year. Yeah, or out of his for a month. I'm going to go with the, out of mine for a year. Yeah, I think same. That's so gross. It's the crusty old man bit. I love bit. the description. I, just, I can't think of drinking crusty milk. Oh, I could not. I don't want to put my face anywhere near a crusty old man's belly button. Are you kidding me? <laughs> gross. Would you rather fight a kangaroo or a badger? Uh, ooh, kangaroo badgers are real mean. Mm-hmm. Real mean. Badgers are vicious. Badgers scare, like, large animals. Yeah. And I feel like with a kangaroo, there's just one punch, knock me out, and then I'm just done. I don't have to worry about, like, a badger feasting on my bones. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if they do that or not, but... Yeah, fucking kangaroos curb stomp you. Literally. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Um... Ooh, these ones are good. Would you rather be magical but live on Earth or live in a magical land but just be normal? Magical on Earth. Yeah, same. 100%. (laughs) I could go for some magic. They. Um. Oh, there's so many good ones for this one. Yeah. I'm going to choose another one from this one. Would you rather know how the world began or how it will all end? That's one I was going to choose again. It's such a good question. It's such a good one. Um, I'd rather know how the world began. Okay. I don't really want to know how it ends because I'm worried it's going to be in my lifetime. <laughs> Even part- though I don't think it is. I probably wants to know how it will end. I have zero desire. I'm already an anxious enough person as it is. That would just skyrocket me. <laughs> That's fair. Oh my gosh. Would you rather be able to um, change the past or see into the future? See into the future. Mm -hmm. I think playing with the past has too many potential problems. It gets hairy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I would much rather see into the future because it's like everything has to happen the exact way that it did in order to end up where we are. So you could hypothetically change something in the past and you would no longer exist. Mm-hmm. Weird. You can gaze into the future. Be a little That's a Raven moment. Mm, what's that one? Pocahontas? Life would be a dream. That's a Raven? Oh, I never watched That's a Raven. Life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can feel right. the judgment. Never oh my gosh. <laughs> I just didn't realize that was a sore spot. Was, you need to work on your shadow. I was stunned. I was just, I'm like, how do you not know? Is that Pocahontas? I was like, but no. I don't know. It kind of sounded like a Pocahontas song. You can gaze into the future. 
I don't know. They can laugh the at me. The gives me not Pocahontas. Because <laughs> it kind of goes like you can paint with all the colors of the wind. Mm, okay, I can see where you're from. Yeah. That's, that's what just was for mostly. It was like the... What do you mean? What do you mean Pocahontas? Pocahontas? Yeah. Uncultured swine. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's funny. Um, oh, this is a rough one. Oof. Ooh, actually, no, I'm changing to this last one. Ooh. Would you rather be stuck on an island for eternity all on your own or with someone you hate? <laughs> um, I think I would rather be stuck on an island with someone I hate yeah. because I'm hoping I could learn to like them. <laughs> Do some shadow work. I really don't want to be alone for eternity. I'm so codependent. <laughs> I'm so, like, painfully codependent. Yeah. I'm back and forth on that one, because if it's someone you hate, do they hate you too? And are they willing to, like, kill you for their own benefit? No, because then they'll be alone forever. I know, but if they really hated you, like, back, I can't, like... Like, I guess. That's my lack of trust for other people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you do go stir crazy if you're alone. Yeah. So. I think I would just last longer if I was with someone that I hated. True. And then, yeah, I'd die pretty quick if I was on an island by myself. You would. <laughs> just, Respectfully. Just because of who I am. Your decision paralysis would, like, yeah. you just sit on the sand and be like, uh, 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 I, don't, I have so many things I need to do, so I'm going to do nothing and panic about it. Yeah. 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 That's a tough one. Yeah. Because, yeah, definitely... Someone I hate and they can learn to like me and I can learn to like them. But wouldn't that be kind of funny? Like if it's just someone who didn't know that you hated them and then like they knew that you chose them because you hated them, but they didn't hate you. And it's just like, what? Yeah, that would add a little drama. Drama llama. That'd be spicy. That would be spicy. Hey, MTV, make that show. That would be amazing. Patent. Weird. Trademarked. ACS. SES. ACS. I was like, what's our name? Yeah. MTV. You gotta do that. Get on mm-hmm. that. But pay us though. Because we that's our that's our copyright or whatever. We heard it here first. <laughs> we heard it here first. <laughs> we heard it we here. We did it. We did it. We 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 bug it. <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> and would you rather? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, so fun. Oh All my right. gosh, so good. So, uh, I'm Mac Joy. I'm Miss Jubes. We are Sometimes Draw Slaps on all social media platforms. Um, our website is sometimesdrawslaps.com. And on there, you can find links to all of our episodes, book club, book reviews, links to the books that we read, um, affiliate links. We've got a handful of affiliates now, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You can get some good discount codes there. So, if you are interested in, yeah, any of our affiliates on there, we have. When discount codes expire and or ones that are continued on yes. for eternity. For, yeah, foreseeable future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like what we're doing here or if you just like us, give us a like, rate and review. It all helps us out. We mm-hmm. appreciate it dearly. And we're vain, so we like to hear about how good we are. Yeah. <laughs> it heals our tra- inner child or whatever. Yeah, it really helps with my shadow work. Or, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> if you want to help Jordy with her shadow work, say she's doing a good job. Exactly. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> and on that note, we'll, we'll see you next week. Talk to for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.